Emanating from our basement studios. I've never seen contraptions with so many buttons and knobs and dials before. This is WADD Talk Radio with Bill Neville. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Patrick Keenahan. I work with him and that's it. I tried to introduce him to a few nice people. He made a fool of himself. And Sean Heenahan. Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Okay, let's go. Yes, indeed. It is WADD Talk Radio, episode 63, the Brad Marchand episode. Yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Sean Hinahan, uh, as always, joined by uh, my wonderful brother, Patrick. Oh, what's up? And the wonderful Bill Neville. I was wondering what adjective was coming out today. Usually it's illustrious. Yeah, I, I was thinking that's wonderful. The, that's the first one that popped in my mind. I was like, I used that too much. Could be talented, could be handsome, but you know what? You went with drop dead could it sexy. <laughs> well, that got a lot, uh, a lot on the plate today. Yeah, uh, lots to talk about. Uh, me and Pat have a nice little uh, shared experience uh, from last Friday. Actual radio. Um, it is uh, very cool. I know it's a special day for all of us. For Bill, it's May the fourth. Uh, and I know you like that. Uh, for me and Pat, it is our biggest listener, biggest fans, our father's birthday. Big who? So big, big, happy birthday. Our uh, father who art in Jersey. Yes, nice. exactly. Uh, former guest. Maybe we'll get him on again. Yes. But uh, shouts out to Big Heen for a big happy birthday. I'll see you this weekend. Happy birthday. Because um, I won't see you this weekend. going to do, uh, I know we got to uh, talk about little sports, little Red Sox, a little draft. Uh, last we left you, um, we were talking about what we thought might happen with, with the draft. Uh, certainly uh, a lot of storylines uh, that came out of those couple days. Um, do a little airing of grievances with our new segment. Uh, we're going to hop into a little movie talk. We haven't done that in a yeah. while. Uh, talk a little bit about the summer blockbusters that are coming out. Uh, some idea, you know, some thoughts that we have on that. So I'm excited. Like we said, I mean, we haven't talked about movies forever. Yeah, for, for real. And then uh, get into uh, you know our stable WTF news. So um, start off, Pat. What um, we did a little a little thing on Friday. Yeah, with Mark Morocho. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were calling him? No, he just got our names wrong and said oh. our podcast wrong. And he got, said, what he called you, Hannah? And said the actual call letters he, of the program wrong. He, oh, so Marky Mark Heenerhan is what he, what he called us. <laughs> it was it was awful. Heenerhan. Yep. Uh, so we went on MIT Radio, 88.1 WMBR. I already did a better job than The him. Woomber, as we called it when we were on there. But it was great, though. Like, it sounds like we're starting to shit on Mark right now, and we're not really no, trying no, no, to no, shit on him. No, 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 because we're about to awesome say, to have us on. It, no, I, we had an absolute blast. It was Friday night. You know, you, Pat, it was at, you know, in MIT, so Pat came over, had a little dinner, and then we took the train over there. A couple stops right to uh, MIT. And uh, it was a nice night, and we popped in there, had a nice little hour show with uh, the right, the Right Now show, hosted by um, Mark Moroso Jr. Mark Moroso Jr., who um, I met at an open mic like two, three years ago, and gave him some information about working in radio, and now he works for you guys. Yep. Um, right? He's a pretty good street teamer, I would guess. Yep. He's all right. Uh, he's all right. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we go over there, and he's like, you know, he's showing us all everything 
you know, the stacks of all the records. Yeah, the archive room was really cool. Archive room was great. Uh, how about the CD that takes you to the bathroom? Yeah, that's yeah, that was that. funny. Yeah, how do you use and that? disgusting? Uh, Pat had to use that in the middle of the show. <laughs> he's like, I can't wait. Yeah, now sorry. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> uh, and uh, so he's like, you know, gives us some of the news stories he's going over. Everything, you know, we got everything good to go. All right, bang, fire up the mics. Light goes on. We're good. I'm joined here by Sean and Pat Hennan. We're like, oh yeah, we from probably- WADD, and we got. Um, we we're like, it's uh, WADD Talk Radio, uh, and it's he. Nahan. Yeah. He, and I was like, Nahan. you sound like a telemarketer, but that's all right. <laughs> and then he's like, and we're here on back. W whatever, whatever. DLR. Yeah, like, no. W-B-U-T the butt. Ooga. Currently 88 degrees outside. Don't drive on 95. It's backed up. We Sunday. did do a little bit of that. Yeah, we did, definitely. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Kid Seats are still just five bucks, <laughs> but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, but he fucking, mur- like, just, I, that was a great show. He, da- he does a great job, besides with, I guess he did a, another radio show that day at Northeastern or something like that, so I guess he had those call numbers in his head. Yeah. So that was just kind of funny. <laughs> so then no one really listens he did it until, to We kind of like let it go the first time and like made a quick joke about our names, but then like he messed up again, so I'm like, me and Pat just started kind of just like throwing jabs at him on air. <laughs> then he tried to put us on spot of making us do impressions, and Sean did an awesome Dobby from uh, Lord oh, of the Rings. Oh, Dobby. Like you can can I hear this? A, a, Dobby's a free elf. <laughs> So, so then, uh, and then I didn't couldn't think of one, so I was just like, "I'm Mark Moroso, WNB Bergerberger." <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we were giving it to him. That's it was, great. It was pretty fun, but he, he seemed like to enjoy it. You know, it was yeah. good. Some yeah, good, uh, he said he's gonna invite we, us back. So. Yeah, so we we were able to promote this uh, this podcast, which was cool. We, we did some uh, listeners. We, we did a little mini uh, WTF news. Nice. You know, we we couldn't spell it out obviously right. on, on actual radio, which we were a little nervous too. Sean had to make a little uh, no swearing sign, and he put it in between both <laughs> of us. I thought we swear that much on here, but. Like we just do kind of open, like it just comes yeah. out of your mouth without really. Well, minding. we're not the podcast. It's like, ah, oh, what the fuck did you do today, Pat? Like, what? what? Yeah. Like, it's fucking raining outside. I can't believe this fucking weather we're having here. I definitely talked like that when we first started this podcast, <laughs> and then I was just like, listen back, and I'd be like, right. you sound like an idiot swearing right. all the time. Yeah, well, if if like it's thing airing of grievances, perfect segment if you want to throw some f bombs out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah, exactly. But, so I, I mean, I'd I can't wait to blast. go back. Um, you know, the three of us will go next time. Yeah, I like that idea. Let's do it. We were trying to get callers and texters, but yeah. good luck. Um, I think that'd be cool if that was. Well, we're but used to it. it, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well played. Uh, so that was, I, I had an absolute blast doing that. It's yeah. cool to sit in a real studio and do that, you know? Yeah, no, you're going out over the airwaves. Yep. Next day. You uh, never know who's listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, that following day was actually my first day working for the Patriots. We were up in, uh, uh, was it um, Lawrence, Massachusetts? They were doing a uh, football camp up there. But I was up there with uh, Craft Sports Productions, and there was actually for the draft for the uh, fourth, fourth and fifth rounds. They have they go like on location for people to announce, you know, with the fifth pick, you know, or the 149th pick, the New England Patriots pick, you know, uh-huh. whoever. Um, so it was pretty cool to, to to be up there, be a part of that first day on the on the the new part time job. Um, just cool to see the background or the the you know it was literally a fifteen second TV live shot and the production behind it is ridiculous it's like all the stuff eh, you know he was gonna on. get it but uh, but it was really fun and you know, listening to the draft like I 
knew more what happened in the fourth and fifth rounds than I did in the first yeah. two of at least of all the other thirty two teams. Obviously, I was keeping my eye on the Giants, Eli Apple, you know, all of them. But um, it was interesting though. The Patriots, you know, they they moved up and then they traded away and then they all did that. But um, definitely, Bill, how do you feel about the draft? What, what do you think about the uh, the Patriots? What, what do you got, Sean? I was just gonna say before we get to the draft, I could talk about my Saturday with a little airing of grievances, really quick, if you don't mind. Oh, okay, yeah. The airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Ah, uh, you're starting to piss me off, you little pigless son of a bitch. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. You know what really grinds my gears? You, America. <laughs> you. Well, all right, so my Saturday, sorry to kind of cut that off. We'll get into draft, but... Hey, it's ADD, baby. We're yes, allowed to do it. Exactly. We give ourselves that out. The My Saturday, I had to get up early, too, to go to Comcast Cares Day, which is my television station is owned by NBC Universal and Comcast. It is their nationwide, like, volunteer day. Uh, I did mine down at the Dorchester YMCA, which uh, I would probably not go into that area of Boston if it wasn't, you know, an early Saturday morning. Uh, but my little grievance... It was my first time doing it, a lot of people's first time like going, and they advertise it as like, oh, you could help out build this new mini golf course, or they, which was actually kind of cool, uh, or you could like help paint the YMCA, which I'd be like, oh, I, I would do that. I've painted buildings. That's no big deal. First day, I, they're like, all right, you're in this group. Get in this van. We get in this van. Some like YMCA person with city year kids drives us over to an abandoned lot, like... I don't know, like a half mile away from the YMCA, just like amongst these like Dorchester triples. She like gave us like some rakes and some garbage bags and gloves and like clean it up. And I was like, are you Whoa, what? Are you are you kidding me? Oh shit. Like I'm talking like this thing hadn't been cleaned up in I don't know how long like there was tube television broken tube television, <laughs> VHS tapes everywhere, uh like dirty diapers, uh so cleaning out like all this stuff, like broken bricks, broken like concrete blocks, just bro- you know dead trees, pulling out stumps, all this. About two and a half hours into it, one of the like guys in one of the uh, uh, apartments comes out to walk his dog, and he's like, "Watch out in there!" And we're all like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "It's full of rat nests." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Already? Did he then. just say? Did he say rats? And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I don't know if I want to do this anymore." Does Comcast really care? Yeah, <laughs> not about their employees, <laughs> about the community, maybe. Yes. And then I'm like, "Well, I didn't hear any scurrying. I didn't like see any." So I'm like, "All right." I mean, so then I go over the next pile. I'm raking it out. I pull this like old fence out of the fucking ground, um, and just this big rat just like <laughs> scurries. I'm like, "I'm, I'm." done here and then like i go home i'm like all scratched up i'm pretty sure i caught a little poison ivy that i had to like take it so it went from like being like oh i'm gonna be a volunteer today to like why am i landscaping in the middle of dorchester hard labor hard labor and like if for the first time people like give me the easy job so next year when it's comcast oh yeah that was easy last year i'll go ahead and do that then spring the landscaping duty on me yeah i'm not gonna do this anymore no hell no (laughs) i don't know what this is about the old bait and switch and then i get back and i see my coworkers, and they're like oh yeah we just like we're painting but there's too many people so we painted for like an hour and then just hung out and i was like and here i am like they got covered in rat shit doing work that like did you get boxed lunches no. No, and like, then that's hey, what thing. the hell? Go back and there's all this pizza waiting for us. And I'm like, oh, you know me, I'm going right to it. Going ham. I'm hungry. I actually worked for this meal. And they're like, no, 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 no. You got to watch the speeches first. 
And I'm like, okay. <laughs> a state senator talked, and then a, and then a selectman, and then an oh, alderman. People who this, love to hear themselves that, talk. And then a person from Comcast, and then a person from NACN. And then, and then another, the Rat King. Okay, and they get off the stage, and then it's like, no, we got to do a little ribbon cutting for the mini golf course. And I'm just, I could smell this pizza. I'm, oh, God. It's from me to Bill's computer, which is just a normal thing, and I'm just staring at it. I already have a plate in my hand. As soon as they're... <laughs> He's finally, the plate just, finally anyway. city here, people are like, you can just, just take it. I just take it, and I just... Out he of held there. the plate like, for like forty five minutes. Fuck <laughs> this, please, sir. Oh man, I want. Some I mean, pizza. I felt good because like I helped out. I guess, but like I could show you this on Google Maps, like where it is, and like Street View, and you'd be like, yeah, I would never step foot in that that green space. Oh god, sorry, I just had to get that Yikes. on my chest. Good lord, that's a so- yeah, that's a good old bait and switch by the city or <sighs> Habitat and Comcast people. That was uh... usually they do that to like their customers. Comcast, yeah, They'll bait and switch. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. employees though. Man, trickles Yikes. down, trickles e- over. Either of you man. have anything to get off your chest before we go into the draft? Did the draft didn't piss you off? No, not really. I mean, I, I expected uh, to be disappointed by this draft with having no first-round picks. I did like the pick of Cyrus Jones in the second round, the Alabama uh, cornerback. And then the Patriots also picked up a, another quarterback in the third round from NC State. Um, I'm trying to remember his name off the top of my head. I think it was Jacoby Ellsbury or something like that. <laughs> I think his first name is Jacoby. <laughs> no, I know it's Jacoby. Yeah. I can't remember his last name. But um should be interesting to see if uh, he competes with Jimmy Garoppolo in the in the but I, in the offseason. I don't think you should be surprised like surprised about a quarterback pick. I feel like they're always no. like trying to maybe get the next, you know, per, I'm sure Jimmy is definitely going to be Plus the they one need that's a backup gonna, for Jimmy. He's going to be the starting they, quarterback. They always the carry three. Sure. I didn't think there was one coming in the third round. I thought maybe like fifth or sixth round. But Okay. That's that we'll would be surprising. I don't know. I was happy with it. I mean, I don't really follow college football too much, so I'm not huge into uh, these players outside the first round. But, you know, I'll take it. I trust Bill. So we'll we'll see. It's interesting you say that, Bill, because, yeah, people can have the knowledge of how they play in the college game and all that stuff. That doesn't mean shit. It no. does not mean shit. Get on the NFL field and see that fast-paced football, and if, and if you can hang, then that's a good draft pick. Know all your reads, know this, know that. And then, you know, I'm sure the the scouting that they did on this guy was, can he play in a pro system? Yes. Can he emulate different pro systems? Because he's going to be the scout team quarterback. Right? I mean... Most likely. So, yeah. I'm sure that's that's what yeah. they're going for. And we're told, like, you know, our second-round pick for the Giants is Sterling Shepard. Like, oh, he's the best receiver. He's got the best hand. You know what? I heard the same shit about Rams as Barton, you know? And yeah. it's like— well, he had this—they looked fucked out of size. But, yeah, the, you're right, though. They're like, oh, he could definitely excel on the throw, and Ramsey's like, Barton no, didn't. I want to see him run healthy, some routes, catch yeah. the ball without alligator arms, you know? Like, get out there and, and, and show me in the professional world. Now, you know? I know as soon as— Thursday, the first pick with Eli Apple. I mean, you called me right away, and we both weren't happy about it. No, just the the that's he's a sophomore in college. He's a corner. He's correct. just figuring out the college speed of the game. You know, you know. But it's granted. You know, if he's still developing speed of the game, get him into the upper echelon and let him learn that way. You know. And you were uh, you were talking about how funny his mom was. Yeah. So Eli Apple's mom is uh, I forget her, Annie Apple or something like that. Like hilarious on Twitter. Like really good. Really. I, I, apparently, she's like a, that. Like her job is a writer, huh. so she's very eloquent and like pretty funny. And the she. Stuff has now come out about like the draft and his mom, and she's like, all you know, check, you know, what, wait up for all those thoughts that are going to be sliding into your DMs to all these draft <laughs> picks now. Like that's hilarious <laughs> that she's saying that. Like, uh, oh. And then she didn't let Eli like 
like he got offered to like wear chains or like wear a really nice Rolex to the draft. I mean, he was going to be a top fifteen pick no matter what. So that's the kind of stuff. I'm. She goes, no, you're a twenty year old college dropout. Nah, basically. I'm wearing a Pokemon watch. She basically man. was like, no, you're basically a college dropout that doesn't have a job right now. So no, you're not wearing a goddamn Rolex that you didn't deserve that right now. The whole draft thing. is So, so like stupid. that is amazing to me. Like that, the fact that there's a strong woman and like the kid has his head on her shoulders that way, and he's from Voorhees, New Jersey, so he's going to be near home, near his mom, near you know. I guess he had a good, you know, if he's at Ohio State, he's obviously, you know, he's a good player. So, uh, I guess an he, Eagles fan. Did grow up an Eagles fan, and people were like, oh, yeah, how are you going to, like, do that? Our best, one of our best old linemen, Justin Pugh, grew up, like, a diehard Philly fan. And now he's, he's dedicated, like, he always talks about dedicated to the Giants now, and he loves the fact that he plays for the Giants. So, I like that. Pat is. I know you're excited about that Sterling Shepherd kid from yeah, Oklahoma, especially to take anywhere where you could take a little bit of heat off heat off of Odell, yeah. or, or, or because you know try to cover Odell anyway, yeah, and then try to cover Victor Cruz is going to be back, and hopefully, yeah, and I, now and him, you I know, have high expectations for Cruz is coming back off of, basically off of two seasons, um, off. Uh, so yeah, I like that pick, and then that got picked, and then all the you know the the, the top Twitter. Guys, we're always like, oh, wait, wait, like, wow, that's a great pick by the Giants. Like, it's amazing. I know some people get, like, I think, like, Albert Breer gave the Giants, like, a C or something like that draft grade, which doesn't, those never pan out. I mean, the biggest, personal the biggest one there that. was, like, when the Seahawks got an F a couple of years ago when they j- drafted the Javon Curse and not Javon Curse, uh, Javon Curse was the old uh, guy. Yeah. Wow. The curse wide receiver and yeah. Russell Wilson, they're like, that guy's not going to be a pro. Da, da, da. Two years later, they have a f- Super Bowl. Um, Keep staring into your computer, Mel Kuyper. So that, jackass. So those, obviously, never really. I mean, you can never be too sure on draft day. But I think, uh, you know, Pat, we talked about that. We thought they should go after O-linemen and some DNs. But they didn't go after a single O-lineman. They got uh, a corner, a running back, safety, a safety. Linebacker. A uh, linebacker. So I don't, you know. Seems like uh, they Reese went with uh, his value, you know, value picks over needs in some rounds. I'm I'm pretty happy about it. It should be good. What are your guys' thoughts on Justin Tuck? What what happened today? It's Love awesome. It. He deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. He busts his ass he'll, for he'll that. He'll be Ring of Honor, I think, or right? You think? Maybe. Yeah. Think about just yeah. 2000. Was he? No, he was 2007 and 2011, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. He was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. he was. Uh, he was like rotating in on 2007. He was like barely scraping playing time because it was that was Strahan and OC. But he also made a name for himself in those playoffs with a couple of big sacks. And he's like even on the Raiders, he was like happy with about like um, the Giants. Uh, he's one of those Steve Weatherford types, like that go down like is always gonna be a Giants fan I mean they bleed blue it's it's same with Brandon Jacobs I mean his Instagram account is NYG uh touchdown record that's like his name so like all these guys are always about big blue and that's I absolutely love that I'm glad that they do those one day contracts I always like seeing that guys going back I mean he got his big paycheck and for the Oakland Raiders we're happy to give it to him so good go get paid and then you retire yep I think uh other than that I mean uh, there was other besides our teams uh there was uh quite a hubbub in the first round uh on thursday night with uh this week's uh dum-dum in the social justice system the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups idiots who say stupid things and the people who record and talk about those idiots these are their stories dum-dums all right dum-dum of the week is laramie tunsil uh, right, I'm saying his name correctly. Yep. You nailed it. It's Jeremy with an L. Um, 
but Laramie took an L because he it was a projected Jesus. first. I mean, at one point, besides the two quarterbacks, he was the next guy. This old lineman uh, from Old Miss, amazing talent, really good wide or uh, offensive lineman. He was projected to go top three. Uh, what what, you, what was it like? Twenty minutes, fifteen minutes before the draft started. Yep. Uh, his verified Instagram? Twitter account posted a video of him of a person taking a bong rip out of a gas mask bong, which is a gas mask with a bong instead of like a filter. It goes down into a bong. So how could you tell it was him? So he-, he takes the hit. A big. I mean. If he wanted to show that, you know, he could go into the fourth quarter. He's got great lungs. Oh, but And then, so he takes his hit, and then you don't, you can't tell who it is, and then pulls it off, and then it's Laramie Thompson. And then the video just, and then it's over. And then it, this literally happened 15 minutes before the draft, maybe not even an hour before this guy's about to, projected to make maybe $20 million. Uh, projected well, lost his, about fifteen of that, or yeah, they said like ten, fifteen. So he dropped, Woo! he dropped to the twelfth pick. Yeah, I think. Miami ended up getting. So Miami right. picked them up and projected loss of like about ten million dollars. Yeah. All the other teams um, came down with some tonsillitis real quick. Yo, hey, um, <laughs> they, uh, no, no one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just wasn't near the mic. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the so and it's come out like why the hell would that happen? Um, he says his account got hacked, and I guess it did. I, I guess he's got terrible password security or just has the same password for everything because also his Instagram got hacked and got posted, like, conversations about him asking for money when he was in uh, college um, at Old Miss and receiving the money, basically. And he said yes. And, he, and then he, he got went, asked in the post-game presser, you're right. Yeah. They're like, did you take money from your coach? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I, I like, would have to say yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. How's he did he, PR like, person I would love to, to be him. there. I'd love to be there and see the report. Well, then, did you hear? Yeah, within within ten seconds after another question was added, uh, he's all done here. Like you hear, like the PR girl come in. I don't know. He's all done here. I don't understand how they don't have a problem right oh. next to him after the first oh. incident. Incident. Um, I think the number one rule is, hey, I'm giving you this money. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, or leave a trace. And apparently, the video of him smoking bong was like two was filmed like two years ago. Still though, was he on the football team two years ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. For sure. So, so yeah. just as bad. So they think, it, and then I guess the week before he filed, a, there was something a restraining order or something like that against his stepfather, who he also had an altercation with like last year. So people thought maybe his stepfather did it. Comes out that it is his financial advisor partner that he broke off business with about a month ago. That guy's now facing, I think, like five years in charges or something like that. Nice. Or defamation of character and such. I, I don't know what the charges were, but they said it was like up to five years that he could that he's facing. So that's Jeez. it's still just like, how does that even out there? How do you let that get out there? Totally dumb, dumb move. Definitely dumb, dumb move. Yikes. What are you you're doing? Sh- you're shooting yourself in the foot. Self-inflicted gun wounds. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, moving on to other sports, uh, our Red Sox playing pretty good. First place in the AL mm-hmm. after a nice uh, weekend sweep of uh, Los Yankees. The, yeah, that's the New York Yankees. That's why we always make fun of the people that panic after the eighth game. It's like Jesus Christ, we've got 154 games to go. They're in first place, and their offensive ranking uh, in terms of like the AL, like they're near like middle kind of to the bottom in terms of like average and stuff but they they get the hits when they need them they i mean dustin pedroy is playing really well he already has like three home runs or something like that with a grand slam yep. uh old man who 
Hanley, Hanley kind of slowed down in terms of his production, but he's still hitting the shit out of the ball. It just happens to be going directly to outfielders. <laughs> yeah. And Pablo's up for the season. Yes. I totally Goodbye. forgot about that. The pulled pork loin. <laughs> he was trying. Nice. To, sorry. <laughs> so he's getting uh, after what the I shoulder guess, surgery. So sh- sh- how do you do that? Trying to put a seatbelt on? Probably. Jesus. Bending down, t- tying his shoes. Oh, I don't know. So that reaching he went far saw, into the bucket of chicken. Went, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. There's the opening a beer. Uh, chicken and beer. Yeah. That's racist. Deflate gate. Oh, That's crazy, geez. guys. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Um, Knucklehead. <laughs> that sounds like it's the soundboard drop, but that's just Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, you said like what, it was like two weeks ago that he was like too. You were pissed off that he was like too sore to even go see the doctor, and then he does, and now he's getting surgery and he's out for the whole year. Yeah, it's so they're clearly just a cover up. They're just shelving him. He doesn't suit up at Fenway Park ever again for the Boston Red Sox. I find I me. don't know if that's true. Because I, I too think much the, money involved. How is yeah? How are they going to get rid of him? I think they're going to wait till next spring training to see if he can show some promise and then trade him. You're, you're not going to get anything for him though. You're going to have to eat the money, which they have in the past. Pablo will eat it, <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't eat things that are green. <laughs> no. There you go. Uh, that's, hey, hey, Johnny. Awesome. Hey, that's very good. That's very good. Uh, I just don't. I. I mean, he's hurt. He's even last season, he didn't even play well, so it's not even like his yeah. last production that he was on the field. He's got a humongous contract. I think they're going to have to just deal with him next year. And that whole uh, competition between him and Travis Shaw is now over. It's, yep. it was. I mean, it's Travis Shaw's job to be now, right, anyway, to even if he was healthy, right. uh, Pablo. He's killing it, too. Travis Shaw, oh, my God, crushing the ball. Yeah. Crushing the ball. So is Big Poppy, too. Yeah, Poppy's been playing. I mean, he doesn't look like a guy that's about to retire. Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, doing some work on my second floor, so I've been listening to the games on the radio. It is on still... On the Shaw's Red Sox uh, Radio Network. It's amazing. Yeah. It, yeah it, funny. I love Joe. But um, Excuse it me, is the Shaw's still, Star Market uh, Red Sox Radio Network. Presented yeah. by Little Debbie's Facts. Actually, they're getting away from the star part. Stars oh, no. with the Bruins, and Shaw's is going to be with the Red Sox. Oh. Are there even any Shaw's anymore? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All Shaw's. Shaw's, Shaw's. Shaw's. All the ones that are near me go to went to Star. Really? Yeah. Bruins fans. That's why they're going towards yeah. the star. Uh, so I'm listening to it. Amazing how Fenway still boos the ever living shit out of A Rod. Oh, it it's is awesome! Every it is awesome. It's to the point too where even Tim and Joe they just kind of step back from the mic a little bit. Just I feel I feel like, like they, they, they Doug pod that. Up I was going to say bit. I feel like Doug, you definitely yeah, pots it up a little bit because <laughs> he does. He have those two. Uh, he has those two mics that he has down there. Yep. Um the field ones, which I think he keeps on loud a little too much sometimes. because yeah. you can pick up the ah, fuck you, A Rod. You know you <laughs> get that from a distance. I love it. It's See, Sox fans still have fire. They, they're still a little bit of that heat and mm. when the Yankees come to town. Mm, I mean, I know we talked bit. about it uh, last week. Uh, I don't know if it was on mic or off mic, but it seemed like it definitely died out a little bit, the rivalry. But I asked Joe on that Friday um, when I saw him uh, about that, about our little back and forth we had, and he agreed with you. It was the end of 2004 yeah, I mean, 2005. Not even 2007, you know, because they weren't even in the mix. They didn't make the playoffs. I see, you know, and, and he was like, well, it started in the uh, Carlton Fisk years. You know, and he's yeah. carried right through to uh, Pedro throwing him on the... Well, yeah. in the 50s, I was about 45 years old. Yeah, and I did this. He is, yeah, he's... And it's so funny, too, where, like, co- conversationally, he, he it still has a little bit of that voice, but it's a little, you know, it's a little less, you know, it's a little yeah. more relaxed. 
But then he got a phone call, and when he was talking on the phone, it went right back oh, to, that's great. I'm in the car going over to Shaw's. You know, it was like, what? <laughs> was he on the radio, like, doing a spot or something? No, we were shooting some Gasoline videos. is brought to you by Shell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. This call, we, the bullpen uh, is brought to you by AT&T Wireless. <laughs> Driving a Nissan brought to us by Nissan 24. <laughs> <laughs> Shop us last, you'll love us. Motor. Ding, ding. Dad. <laughs> oh God! Oh Jesus! We should Dad, will you die already so I can have the company? All right. Uh, ding, ding. Mole. Well, did you see? Mole. I only just saw this earlier. To, when uh, I mean, we're talking about Yankees versus Red Sox, but Derek Jeter was on late night with Seth Meyers. Oh, really? I think it was last night promoting like his book or whatever. And he mentioned he's like, yeah, I think Boston Red Sox fans have gone soft. Oh. S A W F T soft. Well, they're not concussed, but they. Uh, I was going to say, did you hear about well, that? Yes, the I whole did. rivalry's gone soft. That's what it is. If the rivalry's back in action, we'd be right back yeah, into it. Like, but Yankees, you haven't been in the mix with us. And granted, we haven't really been in the mix in much the, either. In the but past fifteen years, they've won three world titles. It's like the you're Yankees, talking Red Sox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, the Yankees have won one, but it's it wasn't against you know there wasn't like no. a run against the Sox in two thousand nine. And it's like, yeah, and now it's also the Red Sox spend a shit ton of money yep. on players just like the Yankees do because that was another thing. It's like, oh, the Red Sox are the hard work and they don't really spend all the money like the the Yankees do. But now the ownership has all this money to spend, obviously, to get a contract like Pablo Sandoval and they're going to be able to eat it and not really take the hit. Uh, but I just thought it was interesting because it's also like, well, yeah, Yankees fans too, like they're not like crazy either. And at least when you see Fenway on on TV, there's if it's a big game. I mean, like uh, all the weekend, I'm sure you know Fenway was packed. Yeah. But then you you see like if it's a big game for the Yankees, it's still like half full, and especially yeah. on TV because of all those seats that you see, you know, from you know the the thing of the pitcher and the, the batter, expensive seats, the expensive seats. It's that there's a quarter full, if that. They, they price their fans out of the building as far as those so seats go. So it looks awful. Yeah, it does. It, it looks, looks terrible. terrible on television. It looks like no one's there. And isn't the security really bad over there too? Like the people can't like move down and sit there or anything. Oh, like I that? would assume oh, no, it's not. like sectioned off. Almost. Yeah, you could yeah, do that right. at Fenway. I mean, to right. get all the way down, you have to be you have to time it right, and you know someone might come and tap you on the shoulder, and then you got to. But you could still get down there. But, but Fenway never looks empty behind the plate. Never, never. It sounds really good. That's what you're saying. Like when A Rod goes up, you you hear yeah. Fenway. Fenway Even, is loud. I went to the game last Thursday, and it was like 45 degrees and cold at night, and it was still, like, except for the last seven to ten rows underneath the scoreboard, the place is completely full. It's so it, was just, it was amazing. So, I, I mean, maybe in terms of, like, the rivalry, have they, has it gone soft? Yeah, but, like... It's not the also, fans. But they've, we've ta- but they've tasted success, so it's like, okay, we, we've had our day, and right. now we're just trying to get back to it. Also, Boston as a whole is title town the past, you know, two decades. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just like... Yeah, obviously. I mean, is when it you, soft or com, like is it complacent? That's what he said. Soft, little like, man. Seth Meyers scoffed a little bit, and uh, but I don't. Yeah, soft. I don't know if how was it set up though. Did he? Did Seth Meyers go? Hey, do you think Red Sox fans are going soft, or did he go? Hey, do you think the rivalry you know, I, is? You know? I didn't watch the whole. Th- I saw the. I saw the the kind of the the headlines of it, and then oh, I saw right. the ending of it when he kind of burned him really good. Where because he was promoting a book, and he's like, you know, Derek, I'd. Uh, I'd love to say that my kids will be reading this, but they're uh, they're Red Sox fans, so I'll never show it to them. Um, <laughs> he's like promoting this book for him. He's like, yeah, and I'm never going to read this. By the way, <laughs> good. So That's I great. thought that was pretty good. Seth Myers threw a couple jabs in there. That New Hampshire native, especially getting back 
Adam saying that the Red Sox fans are soft. Yeah. Like, screw you, bro. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're number two. Sorry. Number two. And he's gone. So, I mean, I like his website, the Players Tribune. I think that's... I, Players Tribune is awesome. Great idea. Awesome. Great hockey N- I was just about to say, the NHL players write some tremendous stuff for that. There was a Milan Lucic article not too long ago that, that was really good. was great. And then my buddy Keith Yandel wrote an article right before the playoffs started that was really, really good, too. Oh, I didn't see that. Check that out. You have to. Yeah, there's... Uh, um, my favorite ones are about like the Paul Pierce writing about being clutch and then about failing in the clutch. Mm-hmm. I love those. Um, and uh, how, does, how does Charles Barkley like how the NBA playoffs are going? Uh, they take way too long, man. Yeah, that, I gotta watch all these games. <laughs> all these games, I gotta sit in the TNT studio and argue with Shaquille O'Neal. Now he's wearing you, glasses, though. Now he's he looks crazy. That, are you now, that are, big motherfucker is crazy? Charles, are you betting on every game? Every just, game, every game, okay, every quarter, maybe. But you, you, you took Even off the prop bets. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, you got a you got a bunch of bookies, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the only book that he's involved with. <laughs> I can't read Hina Heron. I know. That's why bookies. You can read them. lines, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, scoring lines. Uh, I Pat, have you been paying attention to the NBA? I know Charles has because he kind of has to. Mm-hmm. Well, ever since the Celtics are out, I don't I don't really. But I have been following a little bit of the Cavs, uh, Hawks. Um, but, uh, you know, I just I'd enjoy watching um, Kyrie Irving play. Um, he's, uh, he is he's, fun to watch. Yeah, and then I also... Don't enjoy watching, but I also like to watch to make fun of him. Watching LeBron, literally, he he is the coach of that team. Like, yeah, like even to the point where it would be the most random offensive or defensive rebound, and the guy like rotates turns. LeBron will point to the guy who he wants the guy to pass to. But the thing is, like, he's, al- you, he's always you doing? Right. he's always right. Yes, in the most in the most of the times that I was watching it. In that exact thing, yes, he was right, but it was also unneeded. Yeah, it's so fucking arrogant. It's not un. It's it's unneeded. The guy is in the passing lane. He's waiting for the ball. LeBron, you don't have to. Hey, Kevin Love, pass the ball over there. Like Kevin Love's smart enough to know you got to hit the guy in the lane. To, He's to such get, a dick. Like, dropping dimes, dropping dimes. Um, Kevin think, Love knows how to. Do you think Kevin Love's going to come to the Celtics? No, no. Okay, so I we'll just, I don't just get now. over that. You saying Kevin on. Love or Kevin Durant? Kevin Love or Kevin Durant? Durant. Uh, What's more? Okay, how about which Kevin's Far more, more likely Kevin Durant. Yes, far more likely. Did you see Kevin Durant's uh, latest tweet or, or he was in an interview or something like that? And he's like, well, in uh, in um, he goes, with the ladies, I'm seven feet. But in basketball circles, I'll tell people I'm 6'9". <laughs> <laughs> apparently be the other way around. <laughs> like, well, no, you tell the ladies you that tell you're You tell the ladies taller. that you're 6'9". Uh, oh, okay. And I got an extra <laughs> foot. Um, but that... Apparently he's like 6'10", 6'10 and a half yeah. or something like that. But he says 6'9". I don't know. That's weird. They don't like say. being called seven-footers. Yeah. Ke- Kevin Garnett always wanted to be listed as 6'11 and, and a half. What is six? Is like seven feet like freakish? Pretty much, yeah. Or people... We're classified as a seven-footer. The, or the layman person would look at it like, oh, you better be good at basketball. You're seven feet. It's right. Like, no, you, you still have to be really freaking good. And, and especially to see Kevin Durant, what Kevin Durant does with the, fo- uh, the, with the football, with the basketball. Yeah. It's like he's 6'2", 6'3", running right. around there. He really is. He, he can play like that size. Crossing motherfuckers up. If, dude, if Kevin Durant comes to the Celtics... They're got to be a contender for oh, the, instantly for, for NBA champions. Yes, uh, I, this is like literally the have, missing piece for the Celtics. They have so That's exactly many what they pieces. Need. And then I remember, like I, before the season started, I was always saying I would love to have like Jimmy Butler on the Celtics, and that yeah. 
is now that name is being kicked around again to much of the uh, Chicago Bulls hey, fans' I, dismay. With Danny Ainge at the helm, it literally up for whatever. Seriously, like, he is he is good. And the I thing is, wait. they're they're definitely trying to shop their lottery pick around for something. Um, and I, I think he's going to have to make a splash because this team. Um, has a lot of good role players. There's a lot of pieces that are fitting in very nicely. But there's a the big time player, the the star. Um, I think Isaiah Thomas would play amazing with the superstar. I, I don't think he's ready to be that guy yet. I don't know if he ever will be. I think he's a top player, but I don't know if he's the superstar that they need. Yeah, true. Um, but they have a bunch of guys around them. They're young. They're hungry. They they've had playoff the taste of the playoffs. They got embarrassed, so they're going to have something to prove next year. I mean, they have definitely have something to prove next year anyway. Um, they got the city excited about it again. True, very true. So I'd I'd love to see the Celtics do some other stuff. Um, staying with the playoffs, though, I saw. Did you see last night? Kyle Lowry hit that last second shot to tie the game for the Raptors. They ended up losing to the Heat anyway. It's like the only shot he made, I think. Seriously. And then I saw a video. It was it was like time stamped. It was at like 1245 in the morning and it was just Kylie, uh, Kyle Lowry on the court just shooting threes. Just really? like he was like still shooting. So it's... Um, it is going to be interesting to see when the Curry can come back for the Warriors if they can hold off um, and, and, and kind of win, the, win some games... So that they can advance enough. I mean, I think they will. They're that good of a team. They have enough uh, good players. Um, but and then like San Antonio dropped the ball the other day to the to the Trailblazers. Really, really stuck it to them. So that was kind of uh, a lot of weird games. Not like I heard somewhere. I think I was on the radio. It's like unless you're betting on the games, like there's like they're not entertaining enough to watch. Let's wait for the conference finals. Yeah, you know, that's usually what. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Another thing we might not be looking forward to or looking forward to, um, sources came out now and said that Space Jam 2 is going to be written and directed and all that sort made. And who's the main person? LeBron James. Oh, oh of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like... Bill, I th- all I want to know is Bill Murray making the comeback. Everybody give up. It's Hope time so. to slam down. Or no, it's going to be like uh, like Chris Pratt or something like that. That's going to be in it instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Good point. And then, uh, so oh my God, uh, Muggsy Bogues was in this. Yeah, so Patrick who, Ewing. All right, so who would be? All right, so who's going to be on the team? James Harden. Yeah, kind of, you kind of have to with that beard. James Harden. Uh, well, uh, D'Angelo Russell would knock on, would would snitch on him to the monsters. Chris Bosh looks like one of those characters. Yeah, he's so on he's the monsters. Yeah, he's on the monsters. He's on the raptors. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I think you got to go. Uh, oh man, who? Uh, CP3. Yeah, uh, definitely CP3 would be the. the um, guy. Hmm. Durant maybe. Who's it? Dwayne Wade. Maybe Dwayne. Uh, I don't think Mello would. Was Shaquille O'Neal on the original movie? No, nah, he was too busy making Kazam. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh man, I thought it was Shazam. No, no it's Kazam. It's Kazam, is, right? Yeah, you're right. Shazam is that stu- that app. It's not a stupid app. It's actually a great. That's yeah, a great app. Yeah. Uh, Especially because it does text now too. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Porzingis would be on the Monstars. Nice. Um, <laughs> yep. Exactly. Chris Kamen would definitely be on the Monstars. <laughs> <gasps> Who's the guy on the Hawks who bleaches his hair? Number seventeen. Oh, Dennis Schroeder. Right. Schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah, he looks like a weirdo. He'd be on there. Who's the uh, Who's the guy from that used to, to play on Denver that had all the tattoos and the and the mohawk? 
Oh, uh, Birdman. Yeah, what was his name? Oh, uh, Chris Anderson. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's He'd be on the Monstars. So that's I think so great. maybe Kyrie Irving would be on it. Uh, but that's... Is that like for sure, or is that just being like kind of shopped around? I I saw a bunch of stuff out there that it, it's I haven't being seen in the anything. Mix. So I'm not sure. I haven't looked either. So yeah, this is only preliminary. I'm just saying like it's they're writing it and it's like the idea or something uh, like that. Yeah, LeBron is like he wasn't terrible in Trainwreck. He was decent. Act. I mean, he was playing himself. Right. So it's kind of like, but he had a funny couple funny quips like when he like was making always made Bill Hader like split the bill with him. I thought that was very like he yeah. did pretty well. No, he made Bill Hader pay for the bill because well, he? yeah. he's he's been notoriously called out as cheap in the media. So. He's just making fun of himself at that point. Uh, but also, just that he's going to be like so self. I, I don't know. It's yeah, it's, it's going to be painful. I hate that guy so much. I LeBron is the Kanye. I mean, no, I've made this this metaphor before, uh, but he is the Kanye of the NBA. That on yes. the court, in the studio type thing, absolutely love what Kills he does. It. And sometimes it's questionable. Sometimes people can criticize. He has his haters, but off the court, just like, can you just not? Yeah, I'd, it's so funny too. When I think Space Jam, when you actually think about it, it's not really that good of a movie. Like it's kind of no, ridiculous. it's terrible. <laughs> it's not kind of ridiculous. But you know what is really good though? The soundtrack. You know? Oh, oh yeah. Oh my lord! If you uh, if you pod me up real quick, we have a great, great <laughs> song. Nice. Back before we knew he pissed on women. Oh, R. Kelly yeah. came from this. What? What do you mean? What? It was on this soundtrack? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I used to I got sp- to skip forward. Sorry. Still love. Like, literally, in this music video right now, they're showing clips of the movie. Oh, they, of course, they didn't go with it, but they have this big uh, drive-in movie theater that they keep showing it. it. If I just I, believe it. Just such great, great then soundtrack. I can do it. And what is it like? I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Get your lighters up, y'all. Think about you every night and day. Spread my wings and fly away. I, I can piss in, in your sing. eye. Oh, wait, what? I'm sorry. I can piss on a whore. Open up. I just And then just. I believe I can extended fly. arm. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh, and then right you have in your the first rap song that I think I fell in love with. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get it going. You have it? Uh, Play it right into your mic, dude. Who cares? Let's do it. You can plug that bitch right in. We can get it going because it's the soundtrack that made that movie. It, it just made that movie. I, oh, I love every second of that. Space Jam 2 will absolutely suck. We don't have to do blockbuster lackluster intro, but that is going to be lackluster. I can tell you that. Hit him high. Be real. Method Man. Buster Rhymes. LL Cool J. This is Cypress Hill right here. Yeah, just be real. Be real, yeah. And it's like a hook. Cool, yeah. You gotta get to the chorus. Oh, I love it. I'm gonna have to bury you. Oh, this is awesome. Oops. Hit him high, hit him high. Hit him low, hit him low. Just absolutely fantastic soundtrack. Thank you for bringing that up, Pat, because like I totally forgot how amazing that Love was. Love that soundtrack. So good. I believe. 
Oh, just amazing. But yeah, let's uh, keep up with the movies. I have the power to see into the future. Let's now gaze into Hollywood's crystal ball of upcoming movies. I never do anything without consulting my crystal first. To decide if they will be blockbuster or lackluster. The Mets. I know Bill that hates is it. not the right song, Patrick. <laughs> he hates it. He hates it. Yeah, but once it's solidif- once it's associated in Pat's mind as that, you're never ever gonna not hear him. Well, say that you're wrong. Metropolitans of New York. And since we haven't York. heard that, that means we haven't done blockbuster like Cluster in a while. It's true. And what better time to do it when we have all the summer blockbusters coming yeah, up? Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> I think some. Um, Will be blockbusters. I also have a couple feelings some are going to be very lackluster. Uh, first one, of course, uh, well, we just talked about Space Jam 2, but who knows? I don't think that's going to be coming out this summer, obviously. But what just came out was Ghostbusters is going to be... It's coming out. Coming the, out. The, the trailer is not doing so well online. <laughs> you know how when you watch a YouTube video, you can do a thumbs up or a thumbs down. You can thumbs down that soundtrack or not soundtrack I'm all held video. on that video with everyone else on YouTube because it, how many it's like the most of all time or it something? was it was the most disliked video outside of music videos in YouTube history with 600,000 dislikes Good lord with I think it was like 60 million likes or something like that but it was 600,000 dislikes good lord and it was not good at all i don't like i was excited to see that because i'm i'm excited to see the movie so when the trailer came out i was like "Ooh, let me check this out yeah and it was just like very underwhelming jokes it was like leslie jones screaming it was like melissa mccarthy just doing her like when is falling down and then there was like no kate mckinnon and all the nerds being nerdy you know exactly okay and then they they screwed it up from the first shot 30 years ago the full, it's like no that didn't ha- this is a reboot this is a it's supposed to be new story no one knows that they're ghosts in new york city or anything the first freaking thing on the trailer is 30 years ago four guys You're like no because no, that does no, make it seem like oh it's no, 30 years later let's do it again it's like uh, well we know there's ghosts and i love bill's idea of of if you guys want to do the 30 years later have it be their daughters yeah like, it's, it's a brilliant very idea. easy transition to do yeah uh that's and I think Melissa McCarthy, when she saw the trailer, she I guess through her agent or whatever to the studio was like, "She's a CIA. No, She's was, covering her ass on that." I think, but I but I think she cares about the movie. I think she cares about oh, it because yeah. I, I th- you know that's a it's, it's a, a pretty big thing. I'm sure that she loves that she loved that movie when she was younger, and I think it's a big, it's probably a very big thing for all of those women to be involved in this. And she was upset, and she's like, "No, it's wrong." She was, I, I guess. I guess it was on the some red carpet going into whatever movie she was making or was premiering, and she's like, "Yeah, no, I wasn't happy with it. Uh, you know, I'm excited about the movie. I think it, it wasn't a good showcase, and it's not like it's a reboot. It's not a continuation of the story. Yeah. Exactly how you said it, Pat, um, very eloquently. Uh, so I actually think that'll do well. Um, hopefully, it's not like super hack jokes and and like very like predictable storyline. I, I hope that there's some originality to it. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for it to do well because. All those women are super talented. Sure, but with all the negative media coverage, especially surrounding this negative, uh, like all the dislikes and stuff that's spreading around the news, saying that there's six hundred thousand dislikes on the on YouTube, people are already going to get this this uh, early premonition that the movie's going to suck, it, and they may not go see it. The word of mouth marketing of it right. is 
very it's poor. Terrible way of explaining it, but yeah. Yeah, no, I got you. You know what I meant. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, I think a movie on quite on the contrary, which will be very unique and will be really funny, is The Nice Guys with uh, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Have you seen any of those trailers? Yes, I have. I'm I, thinking I, that's gonna be pretty I would funny. Mind going to see that. Yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like two doofuses, but they're also cops and they're running around and it's the seventies and the the premise is really funny. I'll give yeah. you the one sentence premise here. A private eye investigates the apparent suicide of a fading porn star in nineteen seventies Los Angeles and cover uncovers a conspiracy. Uh-oh. So that should be a pretty good uh, basis. Um, uh, I saw what the Angry Birds movies coming out. Don't give a shit Who about that. Who in the right mind thought that was a good idea? And I was expecting maybe three years ago that it would, it would come out. But I, at first, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" And then I thought, "Whoever owns this in my Angry Birds is got to be the best pitch man ever because." He's how much money do you think that stupid just a stupid app game and now it's a, a movie that has uh, the voices of uh, Peter Dinklage, Peter Jason Dinklage, Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis, Keegan Michael Key, Keegan Michael Key. Just uh, I forget who the woman is, but it's Titus Burgess. It's crazy. Oh, I get it. I, I get the phenomenon. I totally do. But just the game. It, it's just an aim game. You, you try to knock over fun. some stuff. It's fun. I love playing it. I have it on my phone, but it it, it doesn't give a basis for a movie. No, and you also know what's coming out this summer? Jackie Chan starring in Fruit Ninja. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! That's Is he so gay? Oh my god. No, he kills gays. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Stephen uh, Hawking in two hundred four eight dial. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you guys are terrible. Oh, my God. You know, it's going to be terrible as Neighbors too. It's like, oh, Seth Rogen, but it's with a sorority this time. Good lady. Parenthood versus sisterhood. Boobies. Oh, my God. Oh, Get out of here. Period jokes and this and that. And the first I, one was surprisingly funny. It, there was a lot of funny jokes in that. It was like, it is what it is, but it, I, I kind of liked it. I did, too. Oh, I did, it too. Was pretty good. I did, too, but the Hamble second one could be the cop was very funny. Uh... I think what's going to be absolutely lackluster is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, sorry. Is that no? Well, there is one coming out. There, yeah, there is one out of the shadows. I don't know. It's another bullshit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Well, that was a video game as well. Uh, Another video game movie coming: World of Warcraft. I that I just. Number one, that game's never interested me. Number two, it has a crazy the movie. Following. Looks horrible. We saw it. We saw the trailer when we went to go see Star Wars, right? And I remember just being like, "Wait a because st- it, it they when the movie's trailer is like kind of like the teaser, they don't really let you know what it is right off the bat. They made it seem very mysterious, and I was like, "These look like World of Warcraft people, just like the big like warthog looking guys with like the bones through their nose." Yep. Yeah. And I was just like, is this? And then, of course, it's like the world of, like, it's just Warcraft, the movie or whatever. Uh, could you up, uh, up your uh, armor potion to 100 and uh, I just hear <laughs> the, the, the whole South Park. Oh, my God. That Warcraft <laughs> is so That episode great. was so funny. Can you uh, max out your uh, sword cartridge? Uh, you just make up words. Like, yeah, just that guy sitting um, on, his, on his couch. I need you to <laughs> sell all your purple potions so that you can get the uh, block and shield and... Uh, so we're gonna do the right. Leroy, Andre! 
bang. And, <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, that's going to be an absolute flop. I, you could just tell sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, what do you think Finding Dory is going to be? It, it's uh, it's going to be a smash hit. I think so, too. You I do? I, I think do. it's going to be good. Think, it's, yeah. it's been long enough since the other one came out. It's, that, it's, I think, has a lot to do with, with like, reboot, or not reboot, like, continuation of stories. It, a, a large amount of time in between movies. Sure. Gets the fan base a little bit more. And Finding Nemo's a great movie. So, Especially so with, with Disney Pixar that takes three or four years to make a movie where they first announced that Finding Dory was coming three or four years ago. So the anticipation level is at an all-time high. And Finding Nemo, the original one, came out like 03, 04. So we're looking at 11 or 12 years here for, for, for a wait for a second movie. Well, I can tell you I've been waiting 20 years for this resurgence of a movie. Independence Day Resurgence Yo. 2016 baby we, we couldn't afford Will Smith <laughs> No no way He's probably what Upwards of 25 to 30 million A movie now probably But we got the greatest Movie no, president I think, I think ever Back in Bill Pullman Yes <laughs> And uh, And of course Goldblum's back uh, Anything Goldblum's in Is gold yeah, You awesome. know what's funny too Is Goldblum isn't even In the first four stars Named either Really? <laughs> On my really? And he's not even Is Harvey Firestein In this one? Is weird David with... David <laughs> You wouldn't be here Without my David <laughs> My David you David were listening. I'm hiding under the desk <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta call my mother, the other neurotic Jew in that movie. Yeah, that's what he's doing, oh, and then you you're doing David. the dad. Oh, I'm doing the dad. I know what he's doing. Oh, I'm so, one, it's I perfect. Totally. No, it's perfect. It's, I love every you second. I can live in this do. office forever. I got Cokes under the desk, David. <laughs> that's awesome, but yeah, it's definitely some good uh, ones I up. saw there was like a five-minute promo video where it kind of looks like a news news segment, like a news hit. I gotta watch this. You were telling me about it. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll th- throw it on the uh, the Facebook because yeah, it sure. is really cool. Um, they kind of it's you know it comes out of this promo and it's a news guy and he's like, uh, you know we're gonna take a look into the world thing since the the war of nineteen ninety six, which when oh, Independence cool. came out and yep. they're like our world was turned to rubble and now you know we've built it back and you know like the UN is strong as ever. There hasn't been any wars because you know as a species we had to like endure this thing and and then they go into you know they show like Goldblum as like the head of like this you know the, like the global like defense squad or some stuff and it's very very cool interesting uh, and they actually show like the guys like there's a young black kid and he's like you know I, i'm proud to you know take up in my father's name to be another great air aircraft guy is it supposed to be will smith's son? yeah it's supposed to be will smith's guy's son with the little kid with, yeah. with so um, buckwheat but yes yeah. exactly buckwheat <laughs> so uh, a lot of i mean summer obviously a lot of movies coming out so we shall see yeah should be a fun summer um, we we might I one I really want to see that we didn't know is Keanu. Yes, you know, Pat, I bet you're super. Oh, definitely, yeah. I love Mike Michael Key and Jordan Peele. Love those. I hear it's guys. absolutely hilarious. Oh, I bet absolutely from the minds of Key and Peele. I thought it was a spoof trailer when the first time I saw <laughs> no, it. No, for real, I thought I thought <laughs> so too. I thought it was one of those like scary Gangster movie. Kitty, and I was like, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> and then it was like a real ending with like a real studio. T- and I was like, oh, this is real. Yeah. There's well, a real release date. Well, you and everything. Can see him Are you that, ready? Yeah, <laughs> you can see him sitting in that conference room, going like, "No, no, no, no! This is legit our idea. No, no gangster <laughs> kitty. No, no, seriously, a gangster named Keanu." And they always oh, have okay. great original lines, so that should be. I when gangster and pussy come together as one, and it isn't Shaft. <laughs> um, <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> it really did make me say uh, when I saw it, "What the fuck." Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of WTF news. The stories that make you say, what the f***? 
WCF, mate. What the fuck? This is WADD Talk Radio's Wild World of What the Fuck? Well, I guess the first part of my what the fuck is that I'm doing an article on Justin Bieber. I guess that's that's the first part of this what the fuck. But um, the but uh, the other what the fuck is you know Justin Bieber. Everyone knows he's a party party kid. Everyone knows party boy. Party playboy. He likes you know, to. He likes to party. He likes to do. Image, you know what? No, more of a douchebag image. No, a not bit. not partying. You're right. You know what? That's a good point. So I guess it's not surprising that he wouldn't be able to do a beer bong. Um, Justin Bieber couldn't chug some brew from a beer bong in Houston last month after a show. Um, he <laughs> he uh, assaulted a Houston man and smashed his iPhone. So I, I obviously it's guaranteed. You know, Justin Bieber in a bar. Everyone's got their phones out shooting and like that. So he goes to do the funnel of a beer, and you guys and pulled you guys, his best college freshman. Yeah, and just and he got a little bit of it, it hit the back of his throat, and he just spit it up all over himself, <laughs> ruined it all over. Is there video? Like really bad? Uh, no, there's not. That but, one really uh, humanized him, though. Well, the the only video, video was caught out. by Robert Earl Morgan, uh, the guy who ran into Bieber at that uh, at that nightclub in Midtown, and uh, he, so he was shooting it, and then Bieber, you know. Um, his, his quote was, unfortunately for Bieber, he was clearly a novice because he was attempted to chug his beverage through the beer bong, miscalculated the amount of beer he could intake, and beer spilled all over himself, his clothes, and on his face. And then out of sheer embarrassment, you know, whoever was closest to him, and that poor guy Robert Earl Morgan with his brand new iPhone 6 Plus probably right in his face, got smashed. Like, what? It's just like, come on, man. That's... Like, if you're going to grab a beer bong like that, you better be able to do it. Yeah. Like, especially... Or if you're not, just, like, own it. That Like, oh, hmm, ha, you know, never like, went to college, ha, ha. Frank, you know, like, make fun of it. Like, woo! But no, he, you know, just, you know, I don't know. That but would have definitely... some, some, some sort of self-awareness, which I don't think Bieber has. To you know, and the best part about it is he was shooting it on his Snapchat. The guy was trying to get it on his Snapchat. Really? Yep. <laughs> and he kept doing it and, and kept snapping them. So that uh, Justin snapped it. And, Don't and tell is me. He, is Bieber doing anything about it? Or is the guy doing anything I, about it? I feel like it'll be one of those Bieber will throw him like a million dollars and be like, shut up, go away. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. type of thing. <laughs> you can do that. I'll take my iPhone smashed for a million bucks. Yeah, day. hell yeah, definitely. They, yeah, then, then we all can finally afford the I'll iPhone 6S Plus. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'll break it on my head. Like... <laughs> Honestly, um, but but yeah, that uh, that uh, that that definitely makes me say what the fuck, and it also makes me uh, remind me of one of the best movies of all time, Saving Silverman. You did, and the beer bong for the lady. Totally cool. No peer pressure. No peer pressure. <laughs> beer bong for the lady. Technically, it's one nacho. And then he does the whole beer bong, and then screams, "Go Judith!" <laughs> through the tube, <laughs> getting and like it, like the beer like flies on her. Yeah. <laughs> great! What a great movie, Saving Silver, so Saving funny. Silverman. Uh, but yeah, definitely Justin Bieber, chug some beer, bruh. Uh, my story comes from uh, Geneva, New York, and the headline is is quite funny. It's a uh, Geneva man arrested after threatening a Walmart over lack of Walkmans. <laughs> okay, so this guy, uh, let me look for his name, Gregory Fleming, sixty three years old, was arrested after well, calling the Walmart store to ask if Walkmans were sold there. When the employee told Fleming they were no longer they were no longer selling Walkmans, Fleming began to curse the, at the employee over the phone. Uh, Fleming then told then told the employee that Walmart should be blown up and that he had C four and dynamite. Uh, Fleming was arrested and charged with second degree aggravated harassment. He was issued an appearance ticket and is scheduled to reappear in Geneva Town Court at a later date. When is the last time you saw a Walkman? 
I, I don't know. But the don't... iPod came out in 2003. When is the last time you saw a Walkman? Last time I had a Now That's What I Called Music delivered to my house. It might have even <laughs> been after that. Yeah, holy crap. I you don't know. bought 12 CDs from Columbia Records for 12 cents. It, the first one's 12 cents. Or no, they're all one cent until, you know, yeah, that's so funny. It's a good thing those. you didn't ask them if they had any VCRs. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, the last time I saw a Walkman, it was one of those, like, those anti-skip CD players that you could never walk with because yeah. it would still skip. Yeah. <laughs> or the, yes. the if you had a car earlier in your in your uh, your teenage years and you you get one of those little um, those tape adapters that you'd stick in your tape player oh, yeah. right. and make your car into a CD player because yeah. it was like the coolest thing ever. Um, I think that was the last time I saw a Walkman, which is at least thirteen or fourteen years ago. And this guy's going to your local Walmart with all the up to date electronics and he's trying to find this thing. It's like guy, I love the- you. Probably won't even find one of those on eBay. And going, me and Pat went to school very close to Geneva, New York. Not surprised by the fact that the guy might actually have C4 in uh, in on the premises. Oh, absolutely. Scary. So that made me say, what the fuck? My what the fuck is going out to California, which I'm surprised we don't have m- more what the fuck articles that come out of California, just to the, the sheer size and the sheer craziness that is out there, because uh, a California-based husband and wife who... Um, have this they have a vegan restaurant group called Cafe Gratitude that's actually gotten like a lot of celebrity endorsements um you know like Gwyneth Paltrow Beyonce and stuff like that they uh started receiving death threats after this big firestorm came out um that uh on their farm in northern california they actually like slaughter some of their animals they now eat be, like there's pictures of this guy eating like a cheeseburger there's pictures of like his i guess they had to get rid of a cow and they have all this stuff and there's a freezer full of all the meat i mean like this and they've uh started following um it's called regenerative agriculture methods um which they is actually very good i mean it, you know they they put all the waste back in their land and things like that but all these vegans which i mean they're crazy i mean i don't know if they have they obviously don't have any animal protein, so they're going a little crazy. They're literally sending death threats to these people. So you're saying the, the uh, they you say they have beef with them? <laughs> yes, they do, Patrick. Okay. Yes, they do. Love it. Sorry, um, I love puns. So you know, there's a strong mob mentality. Uh, people are going to the restaurants and holding signs and stuff like that. But it's like they're allowed. I mean, they were practicing vegetarians for like 40 years, and then I guess you know. They're educated themselves, and they continue to find. And they're like, "Oh no, it is okay. Like, earth, like animals are a part of Earth. They need to die. Like, th- like it's the natural process. Things like that. So, it's like they're allowed. They're also still give. Like, if you want to go eat vegan food and be a vegan, you still can be. And they have really, really good food. Exactly. It's like just because you run a health store and you promote like, or you're like a trainer, you can go still smoke cigarettes. You know, like, yeah, don't have a cow, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this story is pretty moving. <laughs> nice. It really isn't, though. But it so uh, it's it grazing for jokes right really, now. You, you really, you really, you really milked that one. Uh, really, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We all got one. Oh, oh, God, give it up. <laughs> that, but that did make me say, "What the fuck?" Because it's just like, come on. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. <sighs> so funny. M- much like this episode. Yes. <laughs> well, all our episodes are ridiculous. It's hey, baby, it's W A D D. Or no, as Mark, it's just W A D D. That's it. Yeah, not that's not it. talk radio Mark anymore. Mark um, well, no, seriously, thank you, thank him though for letting us on. Oh no, that was all, I, I can't wait to do yeah, that we, again. We were joking a lot about it, but I mean, he knows we were just kidding. And that, of course. Uh, but yeah, check us out next week. It'll be episode uh, sixty-four, where uh, it's just gonna be us playing in N64. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> 
maybe special guests. Maybe let's not. Maybe let's not promise tentative. anything. We're not announcing anything. No, uh, not announcing try to. You know, we'll have another great show uh, waiting for you guys. Um, as always, you can find me at Have You Seen Heen. I'm at Heener's Wiener, and I'm at Bill Neville and AI. Talk to you next Wednesday.